I'm Chris Barker. And I'm Will Betts. And this is the Music Tech My Forever Studio podcast. In this podcast, we speak with producers, DJs, audio engineers, and industry figureheads about their fantasy forever studio. The studio will have to be created within the confines of our completely non-arbitrary rules. And importantly, it's a studio our guests will have to live with forever. But what are these rules? Well, our guests can select a computer, a DAW, and an audio interface first. Then they can only choose six other bits of studio kit, plus one luxury item. But Chris, what if our guests want a selection of plugins combined into, say, a single package? No, no bundles! No bundles! Joining us today are Simon Eriksrud and Espen Berg, a.k.a. Sieb, the Norwegian production duo that shot to fame with their dance floor remix of Mike Posner's song, I Took a Pill in Ibiza. At the time of recording this podcast, that track alone has had almost 1.3 billion streams on Spotify. They've also made similarly huge remixes for Coldplay, Taylor Swift, Bastille and One Republic. Readers of musictech.net may recall we broke down their single Sad in Scandinavia a few months ago in our Under the Hood feature, so we know we're in the presence of fellow studio nerds. Okay, let's get to it. This is My Forever Studio with Sieb. Welcome. Here we are. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Round two. Nice hey, finally. Here. So what listeners won't get is that we just yeah. had the classic let's find which streaming platform servers aren't overloaded during the pandemic while we try yeah. to do a podcast. Yeah. And uh, we finally found one yeah. uh, that seems <laughs> relatively stable. So here yeah. we go. Um, so you're in Oslo right now in uh, next door to each... Well, you're in the same room right now, but you have two studio rooms next door to each other, essentially. Is that how you work usually? Yeah, we sit uh, in each our own room so we don't argue and fight all day. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're gonna have to basically combine those arguments into one forever studio with hardly any items in it. So uh... it's gonna be a difficult one. <laughs> what could go wrong? Now we've brought you into the same room. It could be uh, we could have a fight, couldn't we, on our hands? Which is good. Yeah. I would say we, we maybe spend fifty percent of the time uh, alone, and then we maybe fifty percent we sit uh, in my studio and we finish songs and we work together and stuff. So it's like more. Yeah, fifty-fifty. Then we had a nice balance, so we don't uh, because in a, for some years ago we uh, only had one room before we started Sieb. Okay, it was kind of maybe a little bit too too crowded. Yeah, I felt. Uh... And I, I I have to say before that again, I mean even earlier we had like three rooms and yeah. we had like this huge SSL mixing console and we had like outboards from the roof to the floor and yeah. but we just keep it simple now yeah. and it it's it's working so much better. Definitely. Well, if you like simple, you're gonna love this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it already. <laughs> okay, so like, first off, I mean, you heard the rules on the intro. Tell us where you would have your forever studio. Would it still be in Norway, or would you put it somewhere else in the world? We can. We have to agree on this, Simon. Yeah. Um, we have kids, so I would yeah. prefer to have it in Oslo. We need to have it in Oslo or somewhere nearby. We both love, uh, you know, nature, hiking. We love the silence, you know, stuff like that. You know, like it kind of comes with the territory when you're a music yeah. producer. You have to have some time of music. <laughs> uh, so we like to be in the out in the woods. Yeah. So maybe somewhere out in the woods on the top of a hill or something yeah. with a 360 view of Oslo and yeah. you know the beautiful countryside. Yeah, because uh, you know Oslo is surrounded by a, a big forest. Even though we are one million people, we have this great forest around us. So it's it's um, a really nice place to go when you want some time off from the busy urban life. So yeah. maybe a studio near the forest, and as you said, with a great view, and uh, maybe a lake running yeah. nearby, and some birds singing. That sounds yeah. so nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe also we should have uh, at least one parking yeah. spot. 
One, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one, one parking spot. Well, they want for little. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are there bears in those Norwegian woods? <laughs> not not in near Oslo, but it is if you go a little bit further yeah. up uh, northeast, uh, you will find some bears. Yeah, I must say, though, okay. every time I'm uh, biking around, I was doing that yesterday, like 45 kilometers out in the woods. I'm always thinking a little bit in the back of my mind. I know the bears have been like, there There haven't been any bears around for a hundred years. But, you know, some someday one of them will pop up, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. And I'll be the one to meet them. Yeah. yeah. That's where you need a bell. You need to have a bell. Don't they say that if you walk around, you should have a bell on? <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Will, are bears scared of bells? No, be- well, bears don't... <laughs> Hang on, wait. No, bears can hear you yeah. coming if yeah. you're wearing a bell. I mean, like just like a like a little yeah. like a sleigh bell. Isn't that just going to be like Pavlov's <laughs> cow? Eventually, they'll go. Oh, food Dude. is in the area. <laughs> they'll hear the bell and know it's dinner time. Well, they'll they'll only eat you once, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we just put bells on all your yeah. friends, but not on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing I, I understand the thing is you don't want to get near to a you don't want to surprise a bear, yeah. so you want to walk heavily and carry a bell, not like a loud, not like but a town can, crier you know, bell. You can, you know, sing and shout. You do, you know, you don't have to wear a bell, but, uh, it, you know, makes yeah. sense. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because that would be annoying. You've got your studio in the woods, but it's just constant sound of bells from the outside that <laughs> yeah. you're trying to block Everywhere. out. That, that would ruin it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So we've got, we've got the location side. And what's the vibe? I mean, we can see a little bit into your room now. It's very wooden. Is, I mean, you, are you thinking a cabin kind of vibe? You're going for that kind of rustic approach to the studio? What's it going to look like? Yeah, maybe a fire, fireplace in the corner. Right. Nice. Yeah. But, I, you know, yeah. I'm more into minimalistic stuff. Yeah. So, Me I mean, I'd, I'd yeah. keep it away from the log cabin style. Hmm. More like, you know, um, but not like an acoustically typical treated room as we have here. It gets a little too clinical. Sometimes, you know, you, you I, I like to have some sort of a natural vibe to the room. Sometimes I go up to the cabin and, and work for a week or two. It's like, because there there you have like a natural space where, um, you know, it's silent and, um, but the rooms are still natural. Mm. I think we, what we aimed for in this studio was to keep the room uh, as live as possible without ruining like the, the, the sweet yeah. spot of the mm. mixing position. Yeah. So um, some kind of like, you know, I mean, not, not like a concrete yeah. cabin, but like. But I would like to have a really uh, good crafted acoustic mm. room. So yeah. you, well, it's pretty flat. And when you, you know the base is like solid. The problem, only problem we have here is that the roofs are very low. So when the the acoustic architect drew the room, it was not impossible to get it like really optimal. Yeah, it's not perfect, but it's, no, pr- but it's okay. pretty good. close. Yeah, yeah you well, can't tell dream. in the mixes. So it's, you know, yeah. you're doing something right. Yeah, you, <laughs> there's no way of telling yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I wish it could translate into our work uh, qualities. Yeah. Even. It, it, that would be really nice. And so we've got the location, we've got the vibe of the studio. Now you yeah. get three sort of free items because every, every studio pretty much needs a computer, an audio interface and a mm. DAW. So let's start with yeah. the computer. What yeah. computer are you selecting? Now, I've, I've often just gone Mac or PC. Um, but, yeah. you know, if you want an Atari or whatever, then you can have that as well. <laughs> or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. An Atari with Cubis uh, ST, maybe, or uh... <laughs> I'll go for the Mac out uh, new uh, yeah. M- uh, Mac Pro. Yeah, what, absolutely. Call it? Like yeah. for uh, sixty thousand pounds or something. And, and, and this is no, no, no. Uh, the, you know, budget budget is, is no limit, right? So we can. Yeah, we've got right. very deep yeah. pockets. Yeah, let's just go for uh, the you know the yeah. the beast, the big yeah. Mac. You know, the, with everything in it. Nice. 
Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, obviously, you can imagine that's quite a popular choice. Just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just spend yeah, eighty-five thousand pounds on a, a, a yeah, you know. <laughs> fine, done. What's the DAW you're running on there? Ableton. Well, yeah, it's definitely Ableton. Um, I'm sure we have like th- there is no more expensive version, is it? No, I think no. we have the <laughs> the no. suite. It's yeah. uh, it's the it's the one we choose. Is the suite a bundle though? I think it might be a bundle. Is it? No, 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 no. It's too early. It's too early. No, no, it's too early. It's too early for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you have this Ableton suite. I mean, yeah. I mean, have you always used Ableton though? And you both use Ableton, or, or yeah, we have to say both yes and no. I think uh, in 2011, yeah, nine years ago, you switched from Cubase yeah. to uh, Ableton, you, and uh, you, you got pretty upset about it. I didn't like it because I, I like Cubase because you could comp vocals very easily, yeah, but you couldn't do that in Ableton. Yeah. But when I saw what he did, he did yeah. a lot of cool stuff in Ableton, and I didn't manage to do that myself in Cubase. So I had to switch, so I was like, yeah, going through this painful process and going to new software but uh, I love it I love Ableton it's because so right it, yeah. right there we didn't work together as we do now we no. had like you know we, we worked together as producers on other people's yeah. records and uh, suddenly I had this advantage yeah. I could yeah. make way cooler sounds yeah. uh, <laughs> on my stuff than he could yeah and I actually but my I, confidence I, I, went just down yeah, yeah. I, I had learned, to switch go, go Ableton I learned it in like it was six weeks because I was yeah. staying home with my second son he was like uh, you know one year or something Paternal leave, oh, the, the, yeah. yeah, and this was like within a very short uh, couple of weeks, and I I took this course. I I can't remember where Sonic Academy. Son- Sonic Academy. <laughs> I started like yeah. a course, uh, did like three hours. Yeah. Suddenly I was on to uh, like creating a track, and I said, yeah, let's skip this course and then just yeah. Yeah. do this track, and uh, and it became a big hit in yeah. both Norway, Sweden, and Finland. And uh, <laughs> so I knew I was onto something because I got really uh, bored of yeah. the blank screen you see in Cubase yeah. every time you open it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, it's such a you know, all, it's 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 just a chore to put stuff in here and yeah. make something from nothing. While in Ableton, you can just throw stuff together in you know, kind of a random way and, and make something interesting. And if you want to do some automation, if you want like have filter and all the music, you do it in, in one click and you just hit record the automation, you have it in within five seconds. Yeah. Whereas in, in Cubase, it took like five minutes and then after five minutes, I fuck it, I don't want to do it. Ableton is so easy. If you want to program something, yeah. you do it right away. So it's, it doesn't stop you from, from your workflow. But you did mention about uh, vocal comping there, because when you were doing the track breakdown, you were saying yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. it gets a little bit messy when you're in the vocal yeah. recording stage. So how do, you, how do you manage that then? I think on Drink About, uh, the Drink About record we did in two years ago, yeah. I think Espen, you comped it in Cubase. Yeah. And you said, oh, I love, I love comping in Cubase. I, I really love Cubase. You know, it, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't want to slag Cubase, No, no we're not slagging Cubase. You know, uh, we're using it forever, but... No. Yeah, it's such a great tool when it comes to like. I mean, if you have more than five to ten vocal yeah. takes, you have like twenty, fifty. Even yeah. I mean, like I've been into a hundred. Yeah, but uh, it's so easy doing the comping, and now even Logic has got this like yeah. uh, quick comping feature, which seems yeah. like it's inspired by the Cubase. Uh, yeah, lane in Cubase you have thing. the built-in Melodyne function. You, know, you can alter yeah, the pitch. Yeah, while you don't have to comp it, and then you do like a, a Melodyne afterwards. You can no. do everything at the same time. Whereas in Ableton, you have to, you can just have ten tracks and you group it, yeah, and then you can just slice it. And you can comp it in Ableton, but it's not that easy. We use both of them, but yeah. uh, if you're gonna have to choose, you're gonna have to choose Ableton, though. Definitely have to choose yeah, Ableton yeah, because it's like the, it's so inspiring. Yeah. Okay. And um, your final free item is the audio interface. What, what <sighs> yeah. would that be? I mean, I'm pretty happy with my Apollo X8, yeah. the new. I think we should stick to that. Interface. You have the X8, I have the X8P, just to be yeah, a little bit yeah. more 
even cooler <laughs> than you. But, uh... For anybody, people can't see the uh, people can't yeah. see the webcam, but there was a there was a cheeky grin when it was. Like, I have the eight. Yeah. <laughs> so the, this is this is how it goes every day. You can have the eight P in the Forever Studio. Yeah. Would you Would you like to add, that, add the P? Yes, we'll go yes. with the P one. Go with the P one. Okay, cool. <laughs> you want those eight preamps? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those vocal compings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Ableton. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So now it gets a bit more complicated because you've only got six other items for this studio. Yeah. yeah. At the moment, you don't have any headphones or speakers either. Oh. So I guess one of your items would have to be one of those, I guess. So what's right. your first item going to be in the mm. Forever Studio? Well, let's... Should we make a list um, to make this more... Like a short list. Oh. Should, let's, let's just go for... Um, we need a mic. We need one microphone yeah. and when. Either a set of speakers or a set of headphones. Yeah, but you need speakers, you know. In the studio. I would say we need yeah. we. Uh, let's skip the headphones. Let's, you know, yeah. it's going to be difficult doing yeah. vocal sessions, but no. you know, we we can manage. Yeah. So we'll do <clears throat> we'll do a microphone. We'll do a couple of speakers, but yeah. speakers counts for one, right? Yeah. Let's 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 think about your speaker choice first. Then what what would you what would you go for in the Forever Studio? Unlimited budgets. We have a couple of sets of ATC speakers. That we really like. We in this other room, a friend of ours um, is set up there. He has this. What's uh, uh, what are they? 150 ATC 150 SL Pro. They sound really really nice. They're remember, yeah. you know with the with the double uh, woofers and the and the, the whole thing. So something like that, maybe some yeah. you know ATC um, 150 SL Pro. I'm not sure, but to, but to me, uh, I have a pair of Focali in my studio, but yeah. uh, I think uh, I just had that for two years. Before that, I only had NS10. Yeah, he did. So when we did all the Ibiza remix and everything, it was all did on the yeah. NS10s. Maybe and we should stick to those. I just, to be honest, I love the sound of NS10s because they're very near. It would be really yeah. tight sound. I, I know, I know. Nice. But people say, it's, oh, if you make it sound good, I understand yeah, yeah, it yeah. sounds good everywhere. But I just love working on them because I just like the sound of it. Maybe it's the room that kind of works with the room huh. i don't know yeah so controversial right now <laughs> but also i have, the, I have a su sub together with it so it's, yeah but it was, that that adds uh, into more stuff and then yeah, you know, need a you need an amplifier because you need a sub if you make you need a separate music. amplifier yeah. on yeah. this i think i i would i i mean we're bending rules already but i would if you're choosing ns10s i'd give them an amp right will because yeah you can have an amp you can have an amp. all right yeah. cool yeah that's true yeah amp. yeah but so, not 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 a sub. No, not a sub. No, no a that's sub? A, that would be a bundle. How about if we mm. went for my speakers? Yeah, uh, the <laughs> there ATC, it goes. Like yeah, it's you know the ATC. You know, well, but they don't have that low end. Just, they do. No, they do. I don't know. They have this. You know, this I really real like low nice, end. Yeah. not very huge, but they're kind of nice. But you won't have the low end on the NS10s because you, unless you get a sub as an extra item. No, that's no, definitely no, no. no. Oh yeah. If you'd uh, ask, maybe I will maybe. Add an extra item for yeah. the sub. I don't know. We'll use up that. Uh, sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you'd asked us a couple of years ago, we would definitely say the KRK six okay. thousands or the nine thousands. You okay. know, the, from way back. But those grey ones. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. They, they're, they're like really like uh, square looking, like boxes yeah. with the, one of the speakers po uh, protruding from the cabinet. Mm -hmm. But why, why shouldn't we say the AT? No, the uh, ATC um, twenty five. The ones that I got. 
They're pretty good. They're better than your focals, <laughs> even I, though they're... they're I quite, like my focal. You could have the biggest ATCs that they do. There's no budget limitations here. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, let's yeah. go for okay. the 150 And go for the biggest, ATCs so we have this uh, Because they, yeah, yeah, they really yeah. look nice. Yeah. They look huge yeah. and they sound huge. Okay. Okay, okay cool. the SCM 150, okay. is yeah. it? We'll we, we'll re, okay. we'll recap wow. the list as we move forward in the Very podcast, nice. and you might make some changes later on. So let's uh, let's go. So that's but for now we've got the ATCs. Okay, item number two. What's it going to be? It's the microphone, because we need to do vocals, or we can get people. But in the to beginning, do... with a, we worked really well without yeah. vocals because people sent us acapellas. <laughs> yeah, but but you know we, no. we. But the recent yes, we have our own sessions, and you know, so um, we we've need always a been recording yeah. vocals. I yeah. mean, it's it's a. Uh, Maybe that telephone to can two fifty one. We really like that uh, one. I don't think an iPhone no? counts as a microphone because that would be outside of the list. You can what? have an iPhone and just record vocals onto that, and we can skip the mic. <laughs> no, no, let's go for a microphone. I like I mean, this. Microphone. I like this ultimate bending of the rules. It's fine. It's fine. I'm intrigued to know what the other five are if you're trying to skip yeah. a mic. We need yeah. a microphone. Yeah. So uh, for a microphone, it's actually pretty simple because um, we are using that microphone right now, and we have had all the microphones you can imagine. I mean, even we have. Uh, even on the um, Telefunken 251 real one in this other room. And right now we're using a clone from um, of that one from um, GA. What's that short for? Golden yeah, Age, Golden yeah. Age. It's the 251 clone from Golden Age. Nice. It's, it's, I mean, we had a shootout on, um, I'm not sure, was it on the... Um, I think it was with the 251. Yeah, it was on the 251, but I can't remember w- uh, which vocalist. I think it was Dagny actually. She yeah. she tried the 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 original and the GA one, and the GA one actually came out in a little bit more clear way. Wow, because that's not an expensive microphone, as, not as expensive as the original 251, right? No, no. it's it's not. No. It's like a tenth of the price or something, yeah. but it sounds really, really nice. That's a great podcast tip for anybody listening then, isn't it? Want to check out. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. So uh, I would say it sounds 92% the same as the 251. It's very specific, Simon. That's <laughs> exactly 92%. Yeah. yeah. What's the... What's the preamp for it? What are you using? What you, is that just straight into the UA? We're using the universal load, yeah. Yeah, we're just going straight into that. So we'll, we can skip the whole preamp thing because yeah. we can come up with a lot of suggestions there, but we'd yeah. rather spend them on other stuff. But what I mean is, what do you actually use? Not just the Forever Studio. When you're recording in your studio, do you still preamp with the UA? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we used to have this uh, 1176 clone yeah. from, uh, I've forgotten the name. Yeah, it was a real one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we have, I mean, we already have like, we have uh, a 1073, we have a, a LA, um, uh, we, we used to no, have I mean, an LA I mean, I mean the 1073. We have a CLN, uh, CL1B compressor yeah. from tele- from um, yeah. uh, the Danish company, but yeah. we, we, we never use them anymore yeah. because we go straight into yeah. the Apollo. We put on some some insert plugins in there and or you know the uh, yeah. preamp plugin from the um, yeah. of the unison stuff and they sound really beautiful they yeah but the, but the clean preamp is also pretty good on absolutely some of the mics and uh, and it's kind of the way that you know you can compare those mics as well but mm. in the mix in a dense mix yeah. it's difficult to hear those couple of percentages you know of betterness yeah. from yeah. the 251 the the real one it doesn't really add up no. to like spending so much money on something like that 
I think you were recording more like uh, if you know like jazz music or very acoustic music. I think mm. it would benefit to have the original 251 yeah. because you can hear of course, more natural of sound, especially in the low end. I just heard like the comparison; it was yeah. very impressive. But, but uh, when you do vocals and you, you know process them with ten plugins and you have uh, going through your mix bus and it's mastered and everything, I think I don't think you can hear a difference. Okay, wow. And we can't upsell your dreams. <laughs> well, you know, of course, but uh, I think this. I don't think it's all about money. It's just like you can have simple tools and you can make yeah, great okay. music. I think the Beats record was all done in in the box in Ableton with just plugins. Yeah, there was no no nothing fancy at all. No, no mastering either on no. that. It just just straight it out, out of the way it was. Yeah. Bear that in mind, though, is that you only have the stock plugins in Ableton as well. Obviously, right now. Um. So we're we're moving on. We've got the we've got the mic. We've got the ATCs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> item number three. So we've got four left. Four left and one luxury item. Okay. So, so maybe a plugin. Okay, for plugins, I would. Um, there are a lot of good plugins in Ableton, but I really love Ozone Five. Been using that so much on on the on the music bus and on the master bus, and uh, it yeah. just glues it and makes it a little bit, you know, spark the sound sparkle. So we've been <laughs> using that maybe a little bit too much, but it's like uh, it makes everything sound so much better. But I think we can we can say that, yeah. or or we can uh, up the Ozone a little bit and maybe go for uh, version eight. Isn't version yes. nine out? Yeah, but uh, it doesn't sound as good. As for some seven, I was testing number seven. Yeah. It didn't sound good, so I just stick to number five. It's really interesting you say that because you're not the first electronic uh, producers to say that the five algorithms are better for, for that style of music. So what is it that's... What is that difference for you? I think maybe... I think maybe it's the, um, the multiband compressor. Maybe yeah. that's one that it sounds very musical. When you yeah. put it on, just the music kind of glues together and you hear the the synths yeah. to, to pop out more. It actually reminds me of the multiband compressor from the TC Electronics M5000. Ah. I used to have one of those and I, I used to use them in mastering for, okay, yeah. for several years. Huh. And they kind of Did, like... Is that what went into the finalizer as well? Y- no, it, yeah, it's it's not like totally the same uh, thing, but it's more or less uh, based on the same algorithms. But uh, I always thought the M5000 sounded a, a little tad better. Yeah. And uh, maybe it has to do with the clipping or something, but I, th- I kind of think those uh, plugin sounds. I mean, the um, Isotope Five sounds a little bit like similar to what I remember mm. from from the M five thousand. So it sounds like that Isotope should implement, like in their latest version, a kind of a drop down legacy algorithm. Yeah, so you can select a, select an older algorithm, and then you could get the new version yeah. and yeah. just compare A B yeah. them. The main issue with the five is is the latency and the um, processor use. It's it's a little too heavy, I think. But it sounds it's good. Not that much. No. But you've got a Mac Pro with wheels, and it's you know that's going to be fine, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't run on that, it's not going to run yeah. on anything. So three three studio items, three bits of gear left. Yeah. I think we should say we should do at least a couple of uh, more plugins, like yeah. one or two VSTs. Yeah. We need a proper hardware synth, and yeah. then we can like come up with a, a nice thing at the end. I would just say one thing, because uh, we have this Prophet 6 sequential audio for a long time. It uh, really sounds really good. But Espen here really recently bought this uh, Prophet 600. Yeah, and uh, Espen knows everything about electronics, so he, uh, he modded it. I modded it a little yeah. bit, yeah, and made it sound made even it better. stereo as well. Yeah, and it's like it's like the dream. And when I tried it, this, oh wow, this is like the dream synthesizer because it sounds like wobbly in a very like this retro way. It's, yeah, it's, you don't get the sound from the Prophet Six. 
It's just like you don't need the chorus, you don't need reverb delays. It just no. sounds raw. And you made it stereo, it you say? So yeah, I made it stereo. I've, yeah. I've, I've found this mod from this German guy who is actually taking out the. He's taking out um, signals from every uh, voice chip and uh, feeding it through this uh, panning matrix. Mm. So I put that on the side of the synth so I can pan every voice, and it has this gliggly mod that makes it like more or less into a like a small baby version of the Prophet Five. Yeah. Uh, it's and it, it just sounds absolutely amazing Ooh, because it, uh, what is interesting as been previously said, we had this studio with SSL, you know, a lot of outboards. But we got rid of it because we spent more time maintenance yeah. and rather than yeah. working on music. Mm. So when we started the C project, it, we were more or less on laptop only. Yeah. But now, right. since Espen has this uh, got this uh, thing on uh, old analog synths, you have how many have you bought now recently? Well, there's too many. So, but, <laughs> no, but, but but I'm going through. You know, I'm, I'm, it, it's it's just fun. It, yeah. it, if I buy something and it gives me like. It, you yeah. know, normally there's at least one or two yeah. songs coming out of it. Definitely, because now it's now we're like, like moving a little bit the other way from yeah. out of yeah. uh, the box to no, out of the inner box. Yeah, <laughs> we're moving out of the box. Ah, yeah, moving out of the box. You know, so we're taking like, some of yeah. it out of the box. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> That kind of goes back to what you were saying about how you would ideally like to move studios every six months. It's kind of like changing your working methods every so often can... Yeah, it just frees yeah. up so much creativity. Yeah. And I find that, you know, if... Let's say now yeah. that we should stick to, to an analog synth for Yeah, we should uh, have that, that one yeah. as one hardware. And it has old me, MIDI, so we can use that to control uh, Ableton. Or do we choose one item for the MIDI interface? No, no, the MIDI interface. Yeah. We, we, okay. we, we play everything live, yeah. so yeah. let's not worry about okay. that. Um, but it does have MIDI, does it? Because this was a 1982 synth, the the Prophet 600. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because you need first, you need to control yeah. the VSTs, you know. Yeah, it's the first ah. synth with MIDI. So yeah. we have MIDI, and okay, we have yeah. uh, let's say we have MIDI yeah. on the back of the Mac or mm. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Will's Will's not convinced. <laughs> mm. To be fair, we've not considered this before, though. The fact that the Apollos don't have MIDI ports on them, do uh, they? I don't think I don't no, think they so. Don't no. Have it. No. Which is weird. They stopped that quite a while ago, actually, putting MIDI ports on audio interfaces. Well, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. They could have put one in there. Well, yeah. since USB MIDI came along, it's kind of become pretty redundant, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 It's not much of, uh, it's not much space on the back of them, though. No. So they might have a hard time squeezing in a MIDI port. Well, with the USB MIDI thing, well, to be fair, if we, because leads and things are included mm. in our studio, and you can essentially get a lead that is a MIDI to USB. Oh, come on. Okay. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <Right>. Fine. Fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. But That's fine. I, I'm not happy about it. No, but you can thank have you, it. Thank you. Thank Perfect. you. So, okay. <laughs> well, um, would you have a, another scene? Well, uh, you know, Prophet 600, or would you? We have in the studio uh, Oberheim OBXA, which is, uh, of course, uh, but that that's going to come in a Behringer version soon. So, I guess the price of that is going to drop a bit. Uh, it's not, by the way, as warm and nice sounding as the Prophet 600. Really? But okay. Yeah, yeah the yeah. the 600. Two huge synths though, with those panning oscillators and those. Yeah, I mean the 600. It beats. I mean, I got a Poly 6 and the Juno 6. I got like, uh, um, we got the Prophet 6 here, and we got like a Juno 106, and it yeah. beats all of them. I mean, it's such a. It sounds like a, it's the, beautiful. Korg Poly 6. But I must say my favorite synth right now, or I mean, I should say sampler, I just bought an Emacs original one. Mm, okay. uh, that gives me even more inspiration than the Prophet 600 right now. Yeah. But maybe we can include that as a luxury. It has really good analog filters and it's 12 yeah, bits. It sounds really, it's uh, really cool. retro. Like yeah. But we'll, 
We'll go for the Profit 600. Okay. Profit 600 yeah. is item number four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lock it in, Will. Lock okay. it in. Get right. it in. The, get it, in. Okay. Get it on the order four. sheet. If you're into music production, you should also check out Music Tech magazine. In this month's issue, we tell the story of Native Instruments' Machina, tracing it from its origins through to the latest revolutionary standalone version, the Machina Plus, which requires no computer whatsoever to operate. And we put it through its paces. In our interview section, we sit down with producer Ben Hillier to learn about his work with Blur and Depeche Mode. We talk to Wendy and Lisa, the core of Prince's band, The Revolution, about gender equality, gear and scoring for TV. Plus, we find out why German electronic icon Michael Rother of New is so surprised to be making music. We also give our verdict on a huge array of new products, including Isotope RX-8, the Akai MPK Mini Mark III, and the Aston Element, a new hybrid mic with a voicing decided by public vote. Beyond that, we have a stack of tutorials for Cubase, FL Studio, Logic, Live, and Studio One. You'll find all that and more in the November 2020 issue of Music Tech magazine. Subscribe now at musictech.net. So item number five. And then then we have to go with a VST. Let's do uh, that's gonna be a little hard. If you have <coughs> one yeah. VST that if you want like this modern flavor, maybe um Serum, silence, go on, which one is it? Spire or a, a serum, maybe maybe <laughs> I, serum, silent, I don't know. Would you say the spire covers like the VST needs? I'm not I, no, I don't agree. No. It's too But the serum, I think it's more uh, the serum is cool, versatile. but it's yeah. that's I mean, maybe that could complement the Prophet 600 because that's like a like a warm, buttery feeling, and the the serum is like hard and dig- digital. But yeah, should we do that or should we do the massive maybe? Or uh, massive is also pretty good. We have all VSTs. <laughs> so many. <laughs> yeah, this is always the hardest point of narrowing down the podcast because people forget just how many yeah. Yeah. plugins they use. I'm gonna look at my list there. Right? And if we say serum, it's like I mean we use it a lot, but not for yeah. everything. It, it has a really aggressive sound. But um... and do you think things like serum and you know, silence and you know, are they going to keep going on? Or I mean, are they already sounding dated? Yeah, they're, or? they're classics. No, they're modern modern classics. I mean, they'll probably yeah. go out for a few years and then come back again. I, I guess, like, hmm. I mean, the the silent is. It, yeah, how long has it good. been around? It's over ten years. It's yeah. like fifteen oh, years. Oh, over fifteen years yeah, at least, crazy. I'd say. And it's that still being used. Good, yeah. That people are using it to death. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's got to be. It's got to be mid two thousand. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Two thousand six. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so should we say the should we say the massive or the serum or um, the silent? I mean, maybe the silent. The massive massive is very versatile. Like, so yeah, it has so many different Original. sounds on it. So, yeah, it's... and we use that a lot also in our music. So maybe massive. Is that massive yeah. X you're on the the latest one? Well, no, 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 not okay. the massive X. The oh. Yeah. We'll go with the massive, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, or yeah. should we say contact? Yeah, we also be using yeah. contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sure. We'll, we'll go with the massive. Yeah, go with the massive. Sorry, I, contact as in the sampler, fine. But com- if you're thinking of the complete bundle, then you, the, no bundles. Yeah. yeah. No, no bundles. Yeah, yeah, I know. So. <laughs> That's Perfect. why we implemented that rule. Otherwise, people would just be like, yeah, I'll have the waves bundle, the, the complete bundle. <laughs> Okay, so what are we on now? Will item number is this item number six already? It's our last studio item. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's gonna be a little difficult. Are there any plugins? Uh, any plugins? There's so many nice plugins. reverbs. We have we have been using so much the EOS reverb. Okay. 
Yeah. But maybe when this, sometimes I'll be using this for so many years, we need to try something yeah. else. I don't know. It's Jim. Which it, one is that? Sorry, the, the, the EOS. It? The, it's EOS. EOS. Uh, EOS. Yeah, the old it's, one. Uh, from, um, oh, what's the, let me see here. Who is, is it auto damage? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of the oh. first, uh, the first plugin reverb that came out, which had this kind of shimmering effect, yeah. like the Valhalla shimmer and, mm. you know, the big, you know, the vintage vibe uh, Valhalla thing and. No, no, sorry, vintage. Nope. I mean, uh, as Valhalla. Norwegians, it's stranger not choosing Valhalla. Yeah, <laughs> no, maybe, maybe we should go for a. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. That's also on yeah. everything that we do. Yeah. But um, should we? Yeah, it's really good. The Valhalla. Like, the Valhalla vintage verb. We need some reverb or, uh, in there. But we also also the the that? seventh heaven is really good. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's great. It's been sampled. Um, what's the name of that uh, hardware? Famous hardware. Yeah, the the Bricasti. Bricasti, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, oh. it's really good. We could upsell your dreams. Why not get the Bricasti M7? Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll definitely do the hardware Bricasti one. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's so, but it's so easier to just put it on as a plugin, yeah. and then you have, if if you want to sidechain it, it's a nightmare if you want to sidechain a hardware box. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, a few years ago we definitely say yeah. like the two two four or uh, the four eighty, but it's just a yeah. bit, you know, it's such yeah. a hassle to use yeah. the hardware boxes. So yeah. is this like SSL days you're talking about, where you'd have? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the classic. We'll have so much stuff patched in there, and yeah. It, it it'll you know all turn out into a huge mess at the end of the day. So no Bricasti M7. We go in. Well, we'll actually go with the um, Valhalla Vintage Verb, I yeah. think, because that's it. We're always using it, like on everything. Yeah. Nice. So uh, that's our go-to plugin uh, for. And Reverb. that's good with the Valhalla reference. I I am enjoying that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to <Yeah>. Valhalla <laughs> <laughs> exactly we should have actually picked like a channel strip on this yeah. we could have taken more stuff into yeah because in Ableton you can like uh, wrap it up a lot of plugins into one into like yeah. what would That's you call it a, something a, what bu- you call bu- it? a bundle yeah <laughs> it's fine it's a rack it's not a bundle it's not a bundle <laughs> <laughs> well so we covered that and um, luxury item is like free of it's not necessarily connected to music, or it's not. Stu- it's not studio gear, but it might be something that you always have in every studio you're in. It could right. be a painting. It could be uh, like a, I, I will go for the uh, coffee machine. Coffee machine is a popular choice. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's singing. Uh, I mean, it's it's on its last verse now, so we need to change it. Maybe upgrade been... it a little bit because it is a pretty fancy coffee machine. It was yeah. kind of expensive. It's been doing like I think my uh, I took one of them at home and that yeah. was already on thirty thousand cups I think. Whoa! <laughs> uh, yeah, because it actually counts on many cups. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it we counts it for ten years. Uh, no more, more. more? I, I bought it. Um, no. the, uh, yeah, the more. one that I bought it was before my first son was born. Okay, remember thirty thousand cups. Long time ago. I re- maybe, maybe. I remember we were working with the you know the lead singer of mm-hmm. Aha. Yeah. Morten Harkett, yeah, yeah. They're the eighties. Yeah. It was uh, 11, 12 years ago, and he and back then we were using just instant coffee, like that taste. You know, sorry <laughs> to say, but like shit. Yeah. But then when he came to the studio, he had this big coffee machine yeah, he was with him because this machine under his he arm. couldn't stay uh, in a studio and work <laughs> with this crappy studio coffee. So we always brought this big yeah. machine, and he had a friend that imported it. So we uh, and yeah, his yeah. friend sold He's, it to us. He and set we, us up with a good deal. Yeah. So we we actually bought this machine, and uh, yeah. not, uh, it was actually the one that he. Carry yeah. down so here. It's the same. So we had this one for twelve years, and it sounds like he was essentially a coffee machine yeah. salesman. Yeah, he kind of like you know, he just yeah. arrives with it. I, I can yeah. kind of imagine. Did, did the like... track? Did the track ever get recorded yeah. or come out, yes, or did he just no. go right and take his commission? 
it, it, did, it did actually. It was for an album that he was doing. But yeah. I can imagine him, him going around. I mean, he's all over, you know, several studios, uh, probably, you know, a week or... Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure what he's doing right now, but he's just carrying along yeah. these machines. <laughs> he's like selling them. <laughs> he's selling more of them than any other salesman, salesman for the company. I remember uh, company. I was uh, pretty nervous when uh, we were waiting for him yeah. because he was, you know, like a big pop star. And, uh, and yeah. I saw him yeah. up the stairs with this huge coffee machine. I said, what yeah. the fuck? It's a it's a Jura it's a Jura coffee machine. Yeah. It's like a Swiss, uh, you know, make. Okay. It's good, but it's like I mean, these days there are so many yeah, great coffee machines. Course. So we will uh, we're sorry to say we have to um, to get a new one soon because yeah. uh, it it doesn't taste as good anymore. You know, they they have like a lifespan. These machines, I think, like. But it records the amount of cups. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that yeah. it's thirty thousand. It's way past thirty thousand now. By the way, they, that, they, this was a long time ago. It's been if you, if you count, I mean, like how many yeah. cups a day? I mean, if it's ten cups a day in the whole studio, we well, are uh, ten four people there. I would say twenty. Yeah. Then you have 25. seven thousand a year. Yeah, we're not drinking all those cups ourselves. Yeah. You share the we studio. Like shaking. We're shaking in the studio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We had seventy thousand cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's if you, if you want to know the secret behind you know the, the stuff that we do. Yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of coffee. That's coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> too much. You don't need any Such beat a... repeat with those, do you? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we're tw- twitching all around the studio. <laughs> Twitchy, shuffly kind of music. Yeah, good. Yeah. Nice. Okay, uh, Will, yeah. do you want to do the? Um, the rundown um, of what what's been selected, and then we can see whether you're happy or not with this. You got to picture picture it. Okay, well here we go. Okay, I mean, have we have you picked have you picked the coffee the Jura coffee machine? Then is that where you're going to go again for your yeah. coffee machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, beautiful. Definitely. So, picture the scene. We are outside Oslo in the forest near a lake with birds singing in the trees. You have a Mac Pro sixty thousand pound version, fully spec'd out ready to grate uh your daw is ableton live sweet and you're running audio into and out of a universal audio uh, x8p listening back on atc scm 150s recording vocals with a golden age ga 251 and for mastering you're using isotope ozone 5 interesting choice uh you're playing back uh you're playing the synth parts on a sequential Prophet 600 modded specially by Espen. <laughs> and for more, more modern sounds, you're using the Native Instruments massive plugin. Good choice. And for reverbs, you have a Valhalla vintage verb. And to keep you going through the whole thing, there is a Jura coffee machine, Swiss made, <laughs> ready to make yeah. thousands and thousands of cups of coffee. How does that sound? Yeah, Perfect. spot on. <laughs> That's it. Let's move. Let's, <laughs> That's let's... us. Let's move to the forest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, well, that's that's the end of the podcast. And if you're yeah, happy, happy, that's the end. I yeah. mean, all we need to do is now is strap on some bells <laughs> and head to the studio. Oh, <laughs> I can't, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to have this picture in my mind every yeah. time I go out biking yeah, now yeah, you know, yeah. in the, in the, in the <laughs> yeah. woods. Covered in bells. The bear is waiting, the bear is waiting yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we you could train that bear to make you coffee. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so, when's your next uh, single? And when when's new music coming out from you guys? Well, it come actually on Friday. Yeah, it's Friday now. It's the, it's Monday the seventh. So what that would be the the eleventh, wouldn't? 
when it's September 11th. Think, yeah. So for yep. people hearing this, it's definitely out now. You might even have something yep. else out by, by yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, probably. So yeah. Check it out. <laughs> a lot of new music coming yeah, yeah. this uh, fall. We're going to have the part two of our uh, album coming as well. The Saturday's getting heavy. All right then, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And, Thanks, guys. Uh, g- good good luck with everything uh, in, in the world as it is yeah. right now. And uh, we'll, see, thank we'll you. see you on the other side with new music. Yes. Thank you, guys. Lovely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you subscribe using your favourite podcasting app and give us a glowing review and a five-star rating. Yes, please. And don't forget, dialing in next time is Grammy-nominated transatlantic DJ and producer Matt Zoe. That's right. The genre-bending producer will be running us through what he needs for his forever studio to make his signature mix of EDM, dubstep and progressive house. That's right. Thanks for listening and uh, catch you next time. 